Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Ticket Stub Podcast, your daily sports on the go. Um, for today's episode, I'm thinking of changing it up a little bit. So, you know how the basic episode formula for this channel is we start with scores and then we go over some main topics. And then more most recently, we started doing a sports fact of the day. Well, I think I, think I want to change it up a little bit. How about we do the big topics in the beginning of the episode and we do the scores at the very, very end. That way, you know, you can kind of think about the the topics, I guess. And we're going to be trying something new for the sports fact of the day. We're going to be doing a sports trivia fact. Um, so I'll be giving you the question now and then... Um, I'll be giving you the ep- answer at the end of the episode, but first we're going to talk about today's schedule. First things first, we have to talk about what the Kansas City Chiefs just did, and then we're going to talk about Myers Leonard. We're going to clear up his whole situation and what happened there, and then we're going to talk about an interesting ESPN article that came out today on uh, where they think every top free agent will end up and what they think that their offers will be. Uh, they call it simming in the future and predicting the past. Um, I, I think that's a pretty good name for an article. But uh, anyway, here is your sports trivia question for today. It is an NFL sports trivia question. So here it goes. What Chicago Bears running back was known as the galloping ghost? Here are your four answers. Gail Sayers. Jim Brown. Harold Grants, or Grange, 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 I said Grants, why did I, it's Grange, and Walter Payton, so let me repeat that, what Chicago Bears running back was known as the Galloping Ghost, Gale Sayers, Jim Brown, Harold Grange, or Walter Payton, there you have it, we'll be right back after this. Again, thank you to Anchor. Uh, Thank you so much, Anchor, for sponsoring today's episode. I can never get that right coming out of the break. Anyway, talking about what the Kansas City Chiefs did today, uh, they pulled a big move. Um, It was an interesting one, one that I really didn't expect. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs this morning released their former first number one overall pick, Eric Fisher. So that was kind of expected. We kind of knew that they were going to release one of them. But then they also released Mitchell Schwartz, a big part of their offensive line. Um, Why? I don't know. Um, Mitchell Schwartz is a really good offensive lineman. And he's nowhere near the end of his career. Uh, I think he's a big big time player he's kind of like Trent Williams um I I think that they made a wrong decision uh, by by cutting them uh so I think that this this year they've got to do they've got to be able to rebound they got to be able to muster up something here because you cut two two big influential players on your team and uh, that can ultimately lead to a downfall. I mean, 
why in the first place would you cut them? They were both injured for the Super Bowl, or at least Mitchell Schwartz was. Um, I get that you're trying to give Patrick Mahomes more protection, but I don't think cutting Mitchell Schwartz is the answer. Um, I think there are plenty of teams that are just going to swoop him right up. So, and even Eric Fisher. I mean, there's plenty of teams that could still use Eric Fisher. It's not like he's bad or anything. He's just not as good as Mitchell Schwartz. So that's why it was a little more surprising to see Mitchell Schwartz getting cut. Um, but yeah. So I, I think the Chiefs has got to do, have got to do something now. You're going to try to go after like Joe Tooney or something like that. Or someone who's a little younger, like Isaiah Wynn, trade for Isaiah Wynn with the Patriots, something like that. Um, but yeah, that's a questionable decision by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and an interesting one. Um, and now on to Myers Leonard and what he did. So, um, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, we went over, we covered basically everything that happened with Myers Leonard, the center for the Miami Heat. Uh, he was basically doing a live stream. He was streaming Call of Duty on Twitch and he said a anti-Semitic Jewish, uh, slur on stream just out loud and um it offended a lot of people julian edelman wrote him a letter um he's pretty much dug himself a big hole and he was fined fifty thousand dollars and suspended from all heat facilities for one week by the nba um do i think the punishment could have been more yes i think you could have suspended him for another week i think one week really isn't enough uh, I think two. Two needs to be the minimum there. But I like the 50k fine. Uh, I think that's appropriate for what happened. Um, and it's just a very unfortunate situation which happens with him. He's... Uh, you just can't use that language. You just can't... You can't say that stuff at home. When, when you're behind your closed doors and you can't say that stuff on stream you know it's just it's just sad to to think that he would think that this is okay i mean it's not and you've obviously got to be held accountable so uh, props to the nba for the fine but i think you should have given, given him another week on the suspension so anyway that's just my opinion now the ESPN article about free agency. Um, and basically what they're, they're saying, simming into the future and predicting everything that will happen with the top free agents. Um, yeah, this is a great article. Um, I like a lot of it and I will give you a couple examples. Well, actually going to go through a lot of these examples, um, because they're a little bit different than mine. Um, and I just want to see how, how you guys think the ESPN ones compare to mine. Um, first off, I didn't even have James Winston in mind, but here is what ESPN thinks will happen with James, James Winston. The Saints will offer him two years, $12 million, guaranteed $18 million in incentives. Um, the Chargers will offer him two years, $8 million, $8 million guaranteed. We'll need a good backup for Justin Herbert. Um, the Texans will offer one year, twelve million, if Deshaun Watson does not stay. 
Uh, so here's a good chance for a starting quarterback job, and if not, a backup. Uh, 12 mil for a backup kind of player if he's, if Deshaun Watson goes bye-bye. I would think that th this would be an interesting situation. If the Texans were to offer this contract to Jameis Winston, it, I think it would be pretty clear to Deshaun Watson that he would be getting traded. Um... So that's just my opinion. And then they have uh, they have Jameis Winston picking the Texans. Um, they said it was a tough call between Houston and New Orleans. I'm not really considering the Chargers. Um, so, you know, in the event that Deshaun Watson gets traded, Jameis Winston is your quarterback, Texans fans. Next one is Aaron Jones. The Packers offer him three years, 28.5 mil. 9.5 guaranteed, 8 mil signing bonus, and 1.5 million base salary. That is more than he is getting currently right now. Um, the Cardinals said that they will offer him 2 years, 13 million, 9 mil guaranteed, and incentives for hitting 1,000 yards rushing, making the Super Bowl, or getting to the Pro or getting a Pro Bowl nod. That's an interesting... Um, I think that's a good offer, personally. But what do you do with Kenyon Drake? And then they also have the Dolphins offering him three years, 27 million, 16 mil guaranteed, one mil incentive for each year being first team all pro. I like that offer a lot better and future Aaron Jones likes it a lot too. He picks the Dolphins. Next is Kenny Galladay. Uh, the Colts offer him three years, 60 mil, 28 mil guaranteed. Our, simple, our Super Bowl window is wide open now. There's a spot to do, be our new number one wideout with Carson Wentz as our, in our future. The Giants also offer him four, four years, 60 mil, 30 mil guaranteed. Um, and then 15 mil a year. And the Patriots offer him five years, $105 million, 50 mil guaranteed. Guaranteed to be the number one receiver. And obviously, how are you going to pass off 105 million? Kenny Galladay picks the Patriots. Uh, that is a big name coming to New England. I think a lot of Patriots fans would be thrilled, thrilled about that. Uh, next one is Corey Davis. Cardinals offer three years, 36 mil, 19 mil guaranteed, 12 mil signing bonus, 4 mil bonus. Uh, in the second year, three mil roster bonus for the third year, and so on and so forth. He all, they also have the Ravens offering him four years, 52 million, becoming the number one target for Lamar. And Corey Davis says that is too good to pass up, and he picks the Ravens. Juju Smith Schuster, they don't even have the Steelers trying to resign Juju, they have the Cardinals still trying to get at least one person. Three years, 40 million, 23 mil guaranteed, 3.3 mil base salary for the first year with 10 mil signing bonus. Um, good pair up with D Hop and Kyler Murray and maybe Larry Fitzgerald. One of the most dynamic offenses in the NFL with this addition. I agree with that. That would be a scary um, of, uh, offense to face. And I fear for all the teams that have the Cardinals in the future, but the Jets end up coming in and they're like, no, we're going to have the better offer here. Five years, 87.5 million, 37.5 mil guaranteed. A chance to become a high volume wide receiver in a proven offensive system behind Bob Salah. 
I agree. And plus USC days, Juju and um, Sam Darnold, of course, reuniting. That is the biggest part. So he would obviously pick the Jets. Next is Will Fuller. Will Fuller has a ton of offers. Texans offer two years, 25 mil. Cardinals offer two years, 12 mil. Still trying to get somebody. Uh, come home and pair back up with JJ and D-Hop. That's a pretty convincing argument there. Um, the Eagles offer two years, 16 mil. The Jets offer three years, 27 mil. The Packers offer three years, 30 mil. Um, and he ends up going with the Packers, I believe. Is what the, yeah, the Packers. Um, interesting. Not that the highest paying salary, so there's obviously one reason to go there, but not interesting not to go to the Cardinals. You know, um, yeah, Cardinals just struggling free agency to find anybody, apparently, according to the ESPN. Next up is Hunter Henry, somebody I predicted going to the Patriots. They don't even have the Patriots making an offer on him. Chargers offer two years, 22 mil. Jaguars offer three years, 36 mil. And the Panthers offer three years, 30 mil. Um, he ends up going to the Jags. That's what they think. So that's an interesting one. Um, next one is Trent Williams. They see the 49ers, four years, 82 mil. Jaguars, four years, 80 mil. They see him re-signing with the 49ers. Next is Joe Tooney. The Bengals offer four years, 60 mil. The Ravens offer four years, 60 mil. And he decides to go with the Ravens uh, because of 2025. I can't speak. 250,000 Pro Bowl bonus and a 35 mil guaranteed contract, where the Bengals only 15 mil guaranteed. So that is obviously a big pickup. Um, they also predict, we're going to kind of speed run here, Corey Lindsley being signed by the Dolphins. Yannick Ngakwe going to the Patriots on a four-year, 60-mil contract. Um, they have Bud Dupree going to the Giants. Trey Hendrickson going to the Lions. Um, they have Shaq Barrett re-signing with the Bucks. They have Carl Lawson uh, re-signing with the Bengals. They have Shaq Griffin going to the Jaguars. That is an interesting one. Uh, the Seahawks will offer three years, 39 mil, 25 mil guaranteed, one mil per game roster bonuses with 500,000 avail available in both 2022 and 2023, two mil in additional in incentives for making the Pro Bowl and interception totals. That is a lot. Uh, but the Jaguars, obviously, three years, 48 million, 28 mil guaranteed. Too good to pick up, pass up for him. Um, so there's that. John Johnson, they have going to the Raiders. They have Anthony Harris signing with the Eagles. Oh, no, the Cowboys. Sorry. And uh, that is that. So they have some big free agents going to some very different places. Um, I don't know that I agree with Hunter Henry. I think that would be the biggest one that I would disagree with. Uh, in the fact that I think that Hunter Henry is going to go to the Patriots. I think that's set in stone. Um, I, I just see that happening. Anyway, moving on, we're going to go over the scores now. 
we'll give you a little bit more time to think about that NFL trivia question. Uh, I will repeat it again at the end of the episode so you'll be able to hear it if in case you forgot. Um, and, and here's the other thing. With that, don't look it up. Don't cheat. Come on. It's supposed to be fun. Even if you don't know it, nobody's watching. Just guess. Nobody's going to care. Just guess. Don't look it up. Just don't, just don't do it. It's for fun. Like, <laughs> anyway, going over basketball, there were only two games last night. Grizzlies beat the Wizards 127 to 112, and the Mavericks beat the Spurs 115 104. Uh, it actually came out this morning that with the Mavericks, that um, Porzingis before the trade deadline would not be untouchable which is interesting to think about to me. Um, anyway, I think Porzingis is a good player, still quality. He's very important to that Mavericks team right now. Luka and Porzingis seems to be a very good combo. I think that they should just keep what they going, got going there. They shouldn't worry about trading him. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the NHL. Wild beat the Golden Knights 4-3. Oilers beat the Senators 7-1. Uh, Avalanche beat the Coyotes in overtime 2-1. Ducks lose to the Kings 5-1. And the Canadians beat the Canucks 5-1. Uh, that is that. There was no baseball yesterday. Um, well, there was, but, you know, um, the games had already finished prior. So, now, now. Here is the NFL trivia question of the day. Again, here we go. I will read it back to you. What Chicago Bears running back was known as the Galloping Ghost? Here are your four answers again. Gail Sayers, Jim Brown, Harold Grange, or Walter Payton? I'll give you about five seconds to think about it, and then I'll give you the answer. And uh, I'll count. One, two... Three, four, five. Okay, we could probably work on that about for tomorrow's episode, but you know what? We're trying it out. If you guessed Gail Sayers, you were incorrect. Um, yeah, the answer is Harold Grange. There you have it, Harold Grange. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to end off today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you like this new format. I'm kind of liking it right now. I think it's really cool. I like this daily fact. Um, I like this kind of trivia setting. So, you know, I think that this is what we'll be doing from now on. Uh, obviously, I want to get your feedback first. But I think that this is something that could continue. And I I like this. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further... Uh, dang it, I said it again today. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you today. I'm going to get up out of here. Peace out.